Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, Nick Norris here. Just wanted to say happy Thursday, or well, whatever day you're listening to this on. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and get this uh, second part started of what we recorded earlier this week as the boys are up in New York uh, filming something very special that you guys will enjoy here shortly. Until then, we'll be back with you next week. We'll see our besties in New Orleans, hopefully, on Sunday. And until then, peace. We, um, they're like, yeah, I don't know why Nick writes his shit on here because it's the stuff that I haven't been great recently on staying away from stuff on Instagram. And my it has flowed from my group chat that just ignores my rants now to what well, they have for a while. I just send stuff to Austin now, but this like oh boy, the fact that does he y'all? They, I'm boy, not that. Does he? Do you got like five things today? Um, uh, yeah, or yeah. more. <laughs> but that they slipped in that you know they can put um, cutoffs, which is in all cars after 26, built after 2026. And I was like, I mean, technically, even my Jeep right now. I don't get with it. With the that computer. So like in this, this basically this budget bill mm. that they just passed inside of the funding bill is that all cars must require a cutoff, like basically can be remotely shut off by like any car made after 2026. So like the government or the state or cops can go on and hit a button and your car would turn off. That is and I was out like, of control. Um, I definitely will probably... I'll sell you my a, 96 Dodge for $1 million, yeah. Craig. No, yeah, I mean, that's right, like right. that's <laughs> that's where the value is going to be, like gas-powered trucks that yeah. are not attached to the internet. Well played, my, Nicholas. Well, my, my Jeep has, like, you know, the weather and shit on the screen and, like, the internet. Yeah, um, mine does it. Wow. Um, so then what you're saying is that, because I've been thinking about a new car for ages, but... I don't really want one because I don't I don't need one. But when I do, it'll be 2025, and then I'll just hang on to that motherfucker, that, that mf'er for for as long as I possibly can. Well, technically, if you're buying plug- in 2025, that will be the 2026 model. Yeah, oh, so you boy, better buy. So I gotta buy 2024. The year of buying this car is upon me. We'll always have our our golf carts are are at least shielded from the the main. Too soon, Craig. Too soon. But- I don't have a call. Oh, did you lose? What happened to yours? Are you serious? Oh, after the accident? Yes. Oh. After I disconnect all of my devices from the internet. Except I can't because it's how my house properly functions. Yeah, we're all we're all screwed. Even my golf cart charger is connected to my phone and I can run diagnostics on it. <laughs> well, so much for that idea about them tracking, not tracking your golf cart. Yeah. Yeah. Austin, but my golf cart charger is connected to my phone. So maybe they can get into my golf cart charger. Wait, what do you, oh, what do you mean? Your, your golf cart charger is connected to your phone. Why, why would that, why? So I can like see the status of its battery and like, I can run diagnostics on it and stuff. I said like my whole, I was like, I want to plug, I want to live off the grid, but I also like all of my electronics and 
like my refrigerator and stuff. Like everything's connected to the internet. Yeah. The one yeah. I don't understand is my security system. It really bothers me because. I shouldn't be saying this on the the wild web, but it's our besties. I don't think it's hardwired into like a landline. So if my Wi-Fi goes out, does my security system become ineffective other than noise deterrence? Like, can it pro or like, does it have cellular possibility? Like what happens if my, like the power's out and you break into my house? Other than you getting shot. Yeah, I was about to say, what <laughs> sort of question is that? What a state are you living in? You got to hire uh, <clears throat> Kevin McAllister. <clears throat> his his um, Hollywood stars thing was sweet. Did you watch it? I did. I mean. And I didn't know he was married to that. I saw the video that, on you know, Instagram. That like sweet, sweet soul of an actress. Oh, yeah. From I did, uh, I, Sweet Life, right? Yes. Is that, dude, I couldn't place her, but all she did was bring like happy memories to my like yeah, heart. Yeah, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She's, uh, well, the, oh, she, she like played, <clears throat> she played, you know, the heiress and she was like, you know, Little Miss Pris. Yeah, she was like the Paris Hilton of that show. She, she, was, she was like, she was so good. I didn't know that they were married. Yeah, they yeah. met on some movie they did like five or six <clears throat> years ago, like his return to Hollywood. Well, because yeah, I then got real confused. My favorite with, character. I'm glad he only had kids with her, but like I got real confused as to him and Mila's Mila Kunis's timeline because I'm like, wait a minute, her and Ashton, you know, her first kiss was with Ashton when she was 15, and that show never ended. So, like, did she? she was like had a full relationship and got married to Macaulay Culkin while filming that show. And then when they got divorced, she started to hook up with Ashton. Um, My, Mila Kunis was married to Macaulay Austin, Culkin. Austin, I don't know why you decided to get on your phone during that, but. Because it, I. Macaulay Culkin was, or Culkin was married to Mila Kunis. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I did not what? know that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah, um, they were made. I, I initially got on my phone because I was going to go to my notes because there was something that I felt that you know tied into this that I wrote in my notes that I want to talk about next. And, and then I got distracted. <clears throat> in 2002, Mila Kunis and Macaulay Culkin first meet. Talk about a wildly spelled name, by the way, Macaulay Culkin. We'll talk and, about um, a wild name. They started a date in 2003, and they didn't come out until 2007 as dating. So they dated secretly for four years? That's wild. Mm -hmm. Is that the right math? Oh, so they never got married. Well, hold on. They were incredibly private. Um, at How old was she then? And then in 2011, they broke up. I remember hearing about their breakup and being like, I didn't even realize they were together. So they dated for, I mean, Damn, a while. so young. And then... Mila Kunis on horrible breakup years ago with Macaulay Culkin. 
I think that's when he went in. I don't know when he started to go. Well, he had a rough childhood, like because his like parents like essentially like forced him and his like brother into acting and everything, and then like kind of like rode his celebrity. That's why oh, he got wow. into drugs and everything. She. She said, I was an asshole in my 20s. I'll be the first to admit it. It's fucked up what I did, and it's mm-hmm. fucked up how I did it. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you want to break up with someone, it, yes, there's, like, gentler ways to do it, but it's no one's fault, you know? I mean, like, sure, if you start cheating on someone, I'm not saying that's what happened <clears throat> here, then that's fucked up. But, like, you know, breaking up with someone, it's not easy for either person. And, like, at the end of the day, you can't fault them. Like, it's got to end at some point. But anyway. Yeah, I mean. I feel like we give this advice to so many, you know, listener questions. And now we're, and now we're, you know, basically talking about two actors in a relationship who had to break up. Well, like Neymar just had a, you know, the soccer player. Mm -hmm. Like he had a baby a few weeks ago and him and his girlfriend are already broken up because... I think he broke their like rule, which was like you can't kiss the other girls on the mouth mm-hmm. uh, during sex. I think like they were he was allowed to have sex with other girls, but he wasn't allowed to kiss them and he wasn't allowed to like talk to them. I think after. he was. I mean, basically, it was like he was not yeah. allowed to develop feelings for these people, right? And so they're yeah. broken up. But like. And then the I saw something saying so that screwed. he was trying to time stamp it. He was like, I'm pretty sure he was like, this is from years and years ago even before I even met my girl. And then I stopped paying attention yeah. to it. You know, basically I was like, oh my gosh, that is a whole nother level of scandal that he has going on. Imagine how terrible that that would be. He has a kid and then you just have millions upon millions of people who are just like, yeah, trying to weigh in on his infidelity if it's true or not oh yeah i mean those guys when you're that top like tier athlete like i i feel like it's just not pretty whatever like you do to make it work good on the ones that have survived it but um i mean talking about that big of celebrity and relationships you have your favorite person taylor swift um but I didn't realize it, but she's rumored to be in Deadpool 3, which I didn't realize they were making, so that's pretty awesome. You didn't know that? Um, they're basically, I mean, after the ending. They're basically, they, uh, Ryan Reynolds and, and uh, come on, Nick, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. And Hugh Jackman uh, announced their partnership, so now Wolverine is going to be in Deadpool 3, and that was a big announcement. But I swear that they announced that, like, what feels like, you know, freaking two years ago. Like it literally feels like they announced this so long ago. Do you think she is in the top 10 most famous people of the last hundred years? Do I think that Taylor Swift is one of the most famous people from the past 10 years or sorry, 100 years? Huh? I, I mean, think without I, I this last have to say tour, yes. n- yeah, without I'm, before I'm this last yes. tour, Sharon Bieber were kind of like the same level, but now after this worldwide tour, I think so. I think I, everyone in the world knows who Taylor Swift is. I think that she might be the singular most famous people, famous person on planet Earth. I mean, dude, Leo Messi 
is up there, right? I mean that that dude's just like an international. Well, I'll like, give you some. I'll give you some people to put her against Gandhi. Okay. Um, which a lot of people don't know who Gandhi is. I mean, the world's pretty stupid now. I mean, you make that face, Nick, but like the TikTok generation doesn't know who Gandhi is. But but they must know that name. History has gotten erased out of schools. They don't teach it in school anymore. And unless it becomes popular on TikTok, they don't know about it. Unless it becomes popular on TikTok. I'm telling you people, tell us. If I mean, they barely teach the Holocaust now. Like, I think someone said there, it's too messed up to teach the Holocaust cost in schools now, it, which is the dumbest thing in the All right, yeah, move on and, before we get into that topic. Well, I'm just saying, I don't think a lot of people think, no, I would put Taylor Swift over Gandhi for this generation. Well, of course, um, for this, you know, generation, but like, you have to go back to like, you know, you have to ask our parents too, right? You're like, do you, do you think, right? Because they know you know, these people because our parents they know are, Gandhi you know, idiots. They're big Gandhi people. <laughs> our folks are big on Gandhi. Just for those All right. But you've got like Martin Luther King, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Elvis, mm-hmm. Beatles, Oprah, mm-hmm. Einstein. Einstein. You just, you just threw that in there. Okay. Um, Einstein. I mean, I guess that Elvis everyone... is up there. Tiger Woods is up there. Michael Jordan. The Beatles. Martin Luther King, amazing, but outside of the U.S., I don't know. Michael, wait, did you say MJ, dude? MJ was up there. Yeah, Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Yeah, Elvis. I feel like people, Oprah at her prime was worldwide. But do you think that Taylor Swift is bigger than... Michael Jordan was in his like 1994 dream team era like that. That man was. No, I don't think she was because at the time everyone knew everyone knew. Yeah. You're giving Michael Jordan his era. Now everyone knew like our, our sort, like our, our sources of, mainstream entertainment like we didn't have phones so people would turn their tv on and there's michael jordan there's oprah or you know elvis yeah elvis was i wonder what his international fame was i think it was huge huge. man like you know people who you know don't even speak you know english and all these things like you know they knew like his moves like huh you know elvis right and it's like that was like the english word that they know is elvis At least that's what yeah. a movie told me one time. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the Elvis movie. I just like, I, I can't do it. Like I I can't with the actor. Yeah, I know him. I, I get yeah. it. Like he, and now like every role that guy does is he's Elvis and like every role. I was never an Elvis fan. I think he's cool, but like, well, I respect. I he wasn't like here. Yeah, like, me too. You know who is, is, is Whitney dude. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise huge me Elvis fan. And, and I don't know why. I don't understand because, like, I put it on, and and I don't, I don't like, it. I just don't like it. I just don't like, I like it. Yeah, uh, well, he's got that one Whit- song that I like, the love song. Whitney wears his necklace, like Elvis's necklace, like True. his, like the necklace that Elvis used to wear is what Whitney wears on his neck, like the it's real a lightning one. bolt. And um, 
and yeah, Whitney wears it. I think that Patricia bought it for him at auction. But anyway, oh, so he it's like loves the real them. Deal like he, yeah, yeah, it's a real deal necklace. It's not like a fifty dollar, you know, look alike sort of look alike here. Hey, Let's steal you... it. Yeah, I was going to say, all right, everybody, oh, great. freak them out. Oh, great. Um, and God, man, but you give Whitney a freaking you know guitar and just say Elvis and he'll go thank you thank you very much like the man loves him some Elvis and you know what is a let him love Elvis very good very talented guitar player um around the time the Elvis one came out is when the Madonna movie came out and that was fucked up um who played Madonna oh, oh yeah yeah, it uh, did not get get good reviews. No, not um, Madonna. I think that I'm Armas. so stupid. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Marilyn Monroe? That yeah, was Monroe. Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. Ana de Armas, I think, was yeah, Marilyn actually Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Well, because people can't handle their shit. Like, it was Blondie, right? Movie critics, like, Blondie. I hate that we even give them any credit on here. It was it was a good it was a great movie. She like yeah, people are like we don't like seeing fucked up shit. And you're like, well, fucked up shit happened to her, and it was terrible. Yeah. Well, they I said she didn't was watch really it. Good. I the didn't watch it. Great. Also, I don't know it's why. Intense. I think it was just good marketing by their store. Like they were saying it was like NC seventeen. Uh yeah. The, some of the rape scenes were pretty bad. Well, that's Damn, why. See, I didn't it was see it. Rapey, Damn. But it wasn't for graphic or anything. I, I mean, I had to walk out of the room three times. Well, it was really? uncomfortable, is what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's With why like, it was because it was. All... Mm. That makes me uncomfortable as shit. And yeah, like you put that in a movie or something, you know, it's like you want to cover up your eyes and be like, la, 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 la. But it happens. Um, We'll take another quick break and we'll be back with some bestie questions. What's up, besties? Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance as you immerse yourself into the world of June's Journey, a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test. Play as June Parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s whilst uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder. With hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles, the next clue is always within reach. Build your very own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Honestly, June's journey is what gets me through my flights, whether it's a short haul up to New York City or the across the country hall to Portland, uh, the the puzzles and the never ending adventure and mystery is is all I need really for a flight. Um, the game does need internet connection, so on planes with high speed Wi Fi is when I can do it, or when I'm sitting around waiting for Austin to join our podcast sesh. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. All right, what's up, besties, and welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm Austin, joined by Craig. 
Mr. Nick Norris, and Craig and I are both in Charleston, so this is lovely, but we're gearing up to go to New York, and we are going to answer some bestie questions and hang out with y'all as long as we can before we have to go up and yell at each other. Okay. A, me a mental health year. Not the case. Okay. So my bestie and I have been going through it. We have been together 12 years. Oh, <laughs> okay. So my husband and I have been going through it. We have been together for 12 years. We recently had a baby and grew apart immensely. Now are at a point of focusing on our relationship and trying to rebuild it, but really struggling at getting our sex life exciting again. Any tips on ways to be seductive to get us back in the groove? I am not qualified to answer this, but I will love to attempt to fumble through it. And I want to hear Neither Craig's first. Neither of us are. I think, well, this is what came instantly to my head. And I'm sorry to hear that, but it's nice. I am Congratulations sorry on doing the work because I think there are ups and or ebbs and flows and ups and downs and lulls in relationships. I mean, it's science. It's been written about. It's human nature. But doing the work and you can, I mean, you just hear like the most fun stories after people get through these. I think sexting is huge. And even if you feel uncomfortable doing it and shy doing it, I think that you should figure out how to sext or watch porn together or send each other porn videos that you like. Um, there's an incredible app that me and Paige actually have for fun. We don't, we fell off using it, um, but it is called Paired, P-A-I-R-E-D. And you both have it on your phone and you play short little like five minute quiz games uh, you answer questions and you get to see if your questions and answers match. You get to see what your like partner might be into that you've like, like, because it's a very secretive thing that you fill out, but then it like, Craig, I like this idea, it. dude. Once again, this seems like an ad, but it, but it's not, I'm, that is a great idea. Okay. Yeah. It's a great paired. app. It's called paired and yeah, you're right. Like we do not, we always push, we don't have but it's such a good app um, that it's cool. And is it like, like, I don't know light, if light, like lighthearted and fun games, Craig, or, or is it like yeah. real serious shit? Like where do you see yourself in five years and how many kids do you want? Or, or is it like light, like a lighthearted? No, of? it's, it's for, in my opinion, it's for couples who are already like, in a strong relationship and it's like how do we take it to like how do we stay strong how do we not like let our momentum start to drift how do we not uh, lull okay. Okay. Um, so then, not then... strong strong but like like i for I me i want to use it for someone i wasn't dating yeah um like you know, dating seriously and planning to date you know seriously which is exactly what we're being here with a 12 year yeah. relationship. But there's like some naughty <clears throat> things like, because you can there, like there's one thing that you can be like, yes, I'm into it or maybe cause I've thought about it or like, no. And then it'll show, you know, ones that you both clicked like maybe on and you're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that you would be into that. Or like, and it's not just sexual. It's like what things are important to you. So I think it's, it's an app that could really help you. Um, but yeah, we're not qualified. 
So I know, I, think- I know that that is <clears throat> that that is outside of my range. I mean, Craig is better equipped because he is in like a long term, you know, relationship. So, but it sure is shitting 12, you know, 12 right. years with a kid that's also happened. So I am not even going to uh, attempt to answer it. And I'm sorry, but I am so not like equipped for this. And I, um, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that yeah, cause you what's are your... like trying to do it. Right. Because, you know, for someone like me, like I want to see that I'm like, yes, it is out there and it does, it does, you know, exist and, and, and I can find it. Right. So I think, well, you know, it's crazy. It's really awesome um, two and a half years in and i think this is my longest relationship ever what's what's your guys longest relationship and mine's probably like you know 18 18 months you know straight right like breaking up and get back together and on and all that stuff Paige had that answer too. She was like, this is my longest relationship straight. And I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, she's like, well, you know, like when we didn't break up and get back together a a lot and yeah, yeah, you get, you guys are similar in a lot of ways, but she was like, you know, like high school or college or whatever. Yeah. That, that cracks me up. Um, All right, Craig, you want to read number two? This is a good one. Speaking of literally one of the questions that I just asked. I would love to hear you guys talk about your five-year plans. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, it is a good question. It's something that I think about more and more, right? Where like it it used to be the most, you know, I, I roll question possible, right? You're like, oh my God, is this person really asking me this? Or like, you know, you don't want to think about it because you don't want to think ahead to, you know, the future. You're like, why do I have to think about the future when I can, you know, barely pay my rent now? But um it is something that I think about a lot. Craig, do you have a? Yeah, I think there's. And then I'll slide in. This is one. Do not slide into me, Austin, please. Um, <laughs> this is one that I'm going to say do as I say and not as I do because I'm only learning to set goals or I'm only learning that a goal only becomes a goal when you write it down. Um, Five years for me is, yeah, my honest answer would be I would have a child and be married. If we're saying five years, because I would be 40. And I think by 40. How old is your child? Like one. Five years. One. Um, I think the business hopefully is at the next level or two or it's turning into a national to international like supplied um you know home decoration company and i think how, in how those five locations well i think you it know, will become like in your mind i mean i know that you think about it well now it's more distribution so we'll be in like thousands of like kroger stores and stuff around the country, um, the Nashville store will be in the next two years as a goal, not the next year, probably the next two years. Um, but I think the next three years are like Paige starting a company and then we're both uh, like traveling a lot individually trying to build our business and career. Like where I, I see us dating long distance, like exactly like what we're doing for another year or two or three, seeing if one of us gets like a host job in TV or like, you know, 
I, I think it's career driven. The next three years, I think we're going to really focus on our individual careers and then hopefully have a kid. I don't know. I don't know if any of that makes sense, but it's tough. It's something that we, I wouldn't have thought of unless I was forced to. No, I, I, I appreciate the honest yeah. response and, you know, actually thinking about it in the way that, you know, you did and like you kind of worked, worked through it, you know, with us here. Um, uh, now, you know, it's different, you know, for me, right. Because I don't have like an immediate partner, you know, I don't, I don't have, you know, that person, you know, right now that I'm like, okay. So like, I have to think about, you know, my future with someone in particular, but, um, I feel that's tough. Like, no, well, it's tough and, and like, it's not right. So it's like, I'm not sitting here being like, okay, like I think that I'm gonna have a kid in five years, but like, I do see myself like settled down and with someone who has like a like mind of mine that does want to maybe have kids, but not being like, okay, like my eggs are, you know, losing it here, man. Let's go. Like someone who, you know, so like, I mean, geez, I mean, that's tough to say to have a kid uh, in five years. So I'm not, I'm going to say that um, I have found, you know, someone, but um, I feel like Craig and I are entering into a new, you know, business venture together uh, as well that we're going to talk about, you know, more and more, but I hope that that really has some potential to do some things and take us to some cool places and like expand into different, you know, cities. And I feel like one of the early combos that, you know, we always had, you know, with that Craig was, you know, what if, you know, this, this you know, business venture kind of, you know, grows into like a new city and like, what's the opportunity to like own property there or live there. And, um, I think that, that, that like, that is something that I think about a lot. Yeah. Let's give everyone a hint. I have a fun hint for our besties. And it's not just, you know, hinged on that. Right. Because like, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll give people like a hint and I'm just, you know, my say hint. That is that you can drink at me and Austin's new business. <laughs> All right. Well, as Austin just leaves this computer desk, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah. It's, it could be right. a lot of different things, but you can drink there. <clears throat> welcome back from our commercial break, obviously. <laughs> we didn't do a formal welcome back. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I would love to, like, when we do the Nashville store, like, you know, have, like, an Airbnb and there's you know, expand our footprint. I was, um, oh that's, shit. That's had... so true too, Craig. And, and one of the things that I wanted to say was that, <clears throat> I mean, I know it sounds so like, you know, baseline, but even buying property, right. To like have, you know, assets and buying and buying like a rental property. Like these are things that I, you know, think about and want to focus on moving forward. Right. Because, you know, I mean, I asked Craig, you know, how many years in the rear view mirror does he see charm and, you know, it's won't it won't be forever right so what have you but like i want to add three rentals comfortably from there yeah like i want to add three rentals at least three doors to my portfolio this year i think my parents just asked what happens if i find like a multi-door project and i said well i have a great investment group now with like austin and jerry and his friends that like we can work on stuff together i think we'd continue to develop businesses together one thing I have to give Wow a shout out because at the variety dinner, Wow was one of the best freaking speakers ever. Um, really? She, she articulated our life in reality TV and challenges that we have 
in such a beautiful way. She, you know, got back into TV. And, you know, I used to say, like, I'd never have a kid on TV, but she was like, look, when my child was diagnosed with autism, I had to decide whether to, like, show it to the world or not. And she goes, all of a sudden, reality TV became something more than just a paycheck. She's like, instead of just the money and doing it for the money, all of a sudden I could change people's views or enlighten people about sensory sensitive children. And she's like, I like, again, she said it so much better, but she's like our reach and how many people watch our lives and watch us go through stuff. She was like, we can actually like help people and spread. Like there's so much other things that come from reality when you've been there for so long. So, um, I mean, who knows? That sounds, sounds awesome that, that she was able to say that to, you know, that room of people. I guess she got divorced on camera, got married again on camera. Um, wow. She's, yeah, she, I didn't get a chance to speak with her, but I did get to speak with Cammy from Catfish. I was like, Hey Cammy, I love your freaking show. And she's like, I love your show too, Greg. And I said, thank you, Cammy. Um, Do you watch Catfish, Austin? Uh, no. Well, I've seen a few episodes. I've seen a few episodes. It was it was on the other day. I'm What's our friend from... Cammy. Uh, Cammy's the new host, though. The girl. Uh, yeah, okay. What's our she friend cute, from Norway's right? question? She's real pretty. She was Miss USA. Or you just answered me, it. It was the uh, five-year question. The uh, oh yeah, yeah, dude, the five-year. So to to you know answer that too. I I I really do think in my heart of hearts that you know trap hop will be a thing still. Um, well, yeah, like be, is that what's your plan for that? Yeah, it's like dude, for me, so trap yeah. hop is is officially back and been able to make a whole bunch of like, hires with it, and I would love to be like countrywide you know i mean to be in like i mean 35 out of 50 or in 55 of 50 states i mean that is what the goal is and you watch a lot of other people in the beverage industry and you just realize how you know tough it is and that's why like you know my hat goes off you know to kyle right again because like his shit is all over the place but that's dj kyle cook dj kyle cook and um because it's incredibly fucking difficult and you need a great great team you know behind you and um, I'm actually very excited. So I, I just feel like that is something that like, I've been too you know, passionate about to let fall by in the wayside. But I mean, there's so many other things like this new project that Craig and I are working on and like investment opportunities here and there and things like that. And I just feel like, um, I feel like life is going to be good and more, um, gonna have, get a more clarity for sure in five years. Well, tomorrow's the next day of the rest of your life. That's what I always remember. And you want to try to take more steps forward than you do back. Uh, I want to add to the, anyone with dating that wants to spice up their dating life a little bit. The Adventure Challenge is also really freaking cool. Also not a sponsor, but it's a book and you it comes with a camera and you scratch off like a lottery ticket, one of 50 things in the book. And it's got a challenge for you to do as a couple or a date idea or something to try in bed, and then you take a Polaroid picture of it and you put it in your book. So that's called the uh, Adventure Challenge. Something that's really neat. Um, okay, another question. 
I mean, have you two? Yeah, let's our time. One more. Okay. I like question well, number number four, Craig. What do you like? Yeah, I don't have an answer to that. Oh. I, I mean, it's a good question, but. Okay. Well, I, read, read what you want to. Have you two ever tried Kama Sutra? I'm thinking of getting it for my wife for Christmas to try to spice things up. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm, no, I've never like pulled out the Kama Sutra and been like, let's do this. I mean, is it is it just like a picture book with different positions or is it like actually like a book that describes these positions? I don't think anyone knows. So like, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I don't know. know. <laughs> um, it is a, I think it's an, it's like the clitoris. It's a myth. It's a, it's an, it's a myth. Like, but clitoris is not a myth. Please. I am kidding. I, okay. God, you are going to general be statement. Slaughtered. Statement. <laughs> um, but I know what it is. I just haven't met her. It was basically yeah. the Anyways, the first erotic text. Um, it's like a sexual guidebook. I think mm-hmm. it's fun. Um, you know, you're not doing exercises to be attracted to each other. You're doing exercises to get closer. And like, it's really fun being naked with someone. So like, enjoy it. And like, if your partner proposes something, it's not like, oh, well, he's only doing this or she's only doing it because they don't like regular sex with you. Like you're just kind of enlightening yourself and having more fun. And I think that's why doing one of these challenge books or doing that app paired is a little better than just throwing. Like if you Google it right now, like 17 sexual positions for Kama Sutra, like some are absurd. And I think that there's probably a book out so there. So it's a lot like, of writing. Makes it I'm reading one right now. That's got a fun no adventure. It. It's all just descriptions. So, yeah. Craig, you you are familiar with the Kama Sutra? <laughs> no, not not in the context of this question. Like, I haven't put yeah, any effort right. into reading or not. You know, something that you should do. Um, I would say from a guy's perspective, but a girl's also YouTube or Google massage techniques. Um, knowing how to give a massage is one of the coolest things that you can pull out of your back pocket. And it's really not that hard. Um, and massages can be very sexual. So, like, get some, like, massage oil and, I don't know, It's that's an easy one, too. Uh, totally. But you have to look up what you're doing. And, hand, you know, yeah, you can yeah, learn in five minutes. contact. Hand-to-body contact. is Yeah, is, or body, yeah, skin-to-skin contact is what you're looking so for. That's, that's true. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think that's great, Austin. Uh, any fun are you gonna stay in New York uh between and our show in New Orleans or um yeah I'm gonna be in New York until Saturday I'm gonna fly straight to New Orleans actually so Nick let's uh chat offline wait Craig are you also coming on Saturday to I come New Sunday Orleans. morning Sunday morning okay so Nick we'll chat I come in on Saturday night. Um, very excited. I'm also really excited, Craig, for, I mean, New York, n- not in the sense that I'm excited for the reunion, you know, at all, but like to be in New York for a couple days during Christmas time is going to be awesome. So, oh, I'm going to give a shout out to another app too. Uh, cause this Corona 
NA is really good. But if you're looking to cut your drinking for the holiday season or keep yourself in check, use the app Reframe, R-E-F-R-A-M-E. Another non-paid ad. Okay. Reframe. Well, we love you guys. Check out, go Christmas shopping, buy yourself a six-pack of Trap Off for the one you love most or the cousin you want to drink it with. Go to sewingdownsouth.com for all of our holiday specials. Nick, what's your website? Hawkeyeoutdoorliving.com. Oh, yeah. Hawkeyeoutdoorliving.com. 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 Our tailgater fire pits are perfect under the tree grift. Yeah, they are. Um, Congrats on all the trade shows you've been doing. Yeah, they're fun. And... Austin, let's do a, I just came up with this, but let's do a retreat sometime soon where me, you, and Nick go in the mountains and just podcast. I mean, that sounds like we should find somewhere that has some snowfall and go and do that. Yeah. Nice. All right. Till next week, besties. That was a nice thought. That's a nice thought to close us out there. Yeah. We're not going to do it, but it'll be cool. (laughs) Yeah. Everything that we say we'll do on this podcast (laughs) will never happen. (laughs) Craig's like wild, like ambition just comes from. I mean, I understand that I I, am the worst, you know, salesman, but Craig's just wild. Like, Hey, you're like, yes, Craig. He's like, we, we should go to the North pole sometime. Just like, see if it's real. Where what, and why? Well, we'd but have to po- it, we'd have to pass nice... the ice wall. The ice wall is crazy. You can go to look at that shit on TikTok. The ice wall. They're keeping <laughs> well, whatever. us. Whatever you two they're... at least got to come to Charlottesville one of these days. There's a whole wine. hidden. There's a whole hidden city past the ice wall, like a whole town, probably the yeah. North Pole. I'm gonna be bored in January. Well, come come say hi. You uh, always say come say hey to Nick. Come say hey. Come, there was something say, I hey, wanted y'all. to tell you. There was something I wanted to tell you about ambition and stuff. Um, but I can't remember. So come see us in person. Continue to listen to the podcast every Tuesday and Thursday, anywhere podcasts are found. And hit that like button. Hit that like and follow button. Five stars. We appreciate it. Guys, much love. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.